What up, everyone? Welcome to Encoded. Yes, sir. This is my guy, Quality. Yes, sir. This is Gilbert right here. Yes, sir. New beginnings, 2023, ending the year, right? Yes, sir. It's been a while since we back at this, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's good to be back, man. Honestly, yeah, I man. was looking forward for this, like, uh, new chapter of Encoded uh, to reunite with you again. I know Definitely. we had a recording years ago. Facts. But it's always good to, you know, touch back. Definitely. A lot of time passes. Definitely. Your life changes, my life changes. Right. So we want to talk about where you, where where you at now? Where where you at from where last time I saw you to now? Um, introduce yourself a little bit. What, okay, what's okay. Your background? <laughs> um, nah, you good, you bro. Um, well, I'm quality. Um, man, for those three years, well, for, I'm from I'm born and raised Brooklyn, New York. Um, artist, songwriter, producer, um, a lot of those good things. But um, I wanted to say, bro, like these three years, man, since our first um shoot with encoded man um it was always something unique that that you did when it come to the interview you real cut deep with the art cut deep with the like the details of the music and you know that's why i'm excited to see what you got today i don't know no questions he's asking me today um but i'm, I'm all for it man so in those three years man um more music writing a lot more you know just branding made a lot of money you know what I'm saying? Lived a lot of life, took a lot of trips, experienced a lot of stuff. And I'm 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 here, man. I'm an open book today, man. So I'm here I like to that. tell I it like all. That. Yeah. So let's 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 get into the music. You you dropped the album. Yes. You wanna call it an album or or mixtape or project? How um, would you define it? I've been told since I'm underground, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna just call it project. I'm not gonna call it an album. Um just I just call it a project, you know, just you know. But I did I did make it in intentions of being an album so to speak, but since it's indie and since it's underground, the public don't see it as an album, so it's just a project. Or if you want to call it a, a, a mixtape, whatever, but I think it's, a, I just call it a my personal body of work. That's what I want to call it, a body of work. Okay. Yeah, right. that's what it is, a body of work. So it's called, it's called <laughs> Why Would I Stop? It's yeah. available, you know, on streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. Yeah. Um, the name, Why Would I Stop? Where, where did it come from? Um, originally, I had another title. Mm -hmm. Um, for it, but my brother uh, Tariq, um, he was one of the executive producers in A and R's of the project. Um, he was just like, "Yo, bro, the, the music that you got right now does it? It don't, it doesn't fit the title." Um, and it made sense at first. I was like, "You know, when you're an artist, or even not even an artist, when you so locked into something and you, somebody try to be like, try to tell you something different, you like, what you talking about? You know what yeah. I'm saying?" But then I just it kept ringing in my head. It, didn't, it stuck with me. So I'm like, all right, okay, why is he saying that? So one day I literally woke up in the middle of the night and I was just like, why would I stop? And it makes so much sense because it just ties into life, my life right now. You know, I've been doing this music thing. I started in 2016. I started making like releasing records in 2017. And I know I've gotten better, you know. I know I've gotten better. I've performed. I've seen so many things. I'm, so much progress has been made. So I'm like, why would I stop now? You know what I'm saying? I'm so much closer to the goals and to the dreams and to everything I've envisioned. So I just wanted to title it, why would I stop? And I wanted it something that everybody could attach to, a community could attach to that. And I think a lot of people in all fashions of the world could attach to that statement. Why would I stop? You know? So that's why I named it that. Never stop. Yeah. Um, I feel like um what's helped you a lot from my opinion, um, is the transition of of course moving to the city like yeah. compared to like when you started like 
your music process of becoming an artist, like this could have been like, of course, he's in the making. Yeah. But I like the fact that you started back in school when we were together in Buffalo. Facts. Um, you started getting your little audience. Yep. Stuff like that. Little. And then, now I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. And then you transition to the city. You yeah. Know, you have access to more connections, uh, possibly studios. Yeah. Networking events yeah. too. So. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's a good transition and, and a good place to be at right now. Yeah. I'm, and to add to that, you mm -hmm. know, it wasn't, the transition was not easy. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, I even say that in the music, um, in the first project, I mean, the first song, um, the line when I was like, um, when I, when I gra graduated school, I was depressed, you know, shit hard for me to talk about. So I felt like during the time when I graduated through the period of that four year period from 2019 to 2023. I felt like the uncle that had his glory days that passed him. Like, you know, you got that uncle or aunt that talk about college, how it's the best years of their yeah. life and shit like that. And I felt like I was becoming that. And it took so much time. It took so much different things, so much different people, so much experiences for me to finally catch and get out of that whole thing of, yo, college was a time. That was an amazing time for me, four years of greatness you know what i'm saying that's one of the best years of my life but now i'm making the best years of my life now you know what i'm saying this is the next phase but at first i didn't have that mindset man i i didn't figure i didn't know how to i i didn't figure it out all i did was just keep going i kept going i kept working i kept going and now we here man now colleges it is the past but it's a part of my past it's not something that i reflect on in the sense of part of your story too right it's a part of my story it's not something i reflect on like oh those was the best days of my life and every day, every day now is the worst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think about it like that. Now it's like, yo, I'm in the city now. Um, my next goal is, okay, whatever I did in, in college, use some of those skills and use some of those things I've learned and develop there, bring it here and you feel me and let and, and control what I can control, you know? And sometimes too, like speaking about transitioning from places, it could be tough also because, you know, you may have been at the time, of course, more comfortable in Buffalo. You had a support system you had your peers yeah uh you was working uh performing in school as well yeah so you had a certain um i guess sequence of events that, that yeah. allowed you to be supported be more yeah. comfortable with your own skin too. a thousand percent whereas you come to the city after so many years away you'd be like damn like, right uh how can i get that engagement again how can i promote myself in a different way because you know in college it's a, it's a closer community right right and you have access to so many people within correct. reach within your reach you know correct so that i i could see how as an artist that could also be a transition phase that correct. could be a little challenging correct i felt like um just another analogy i felt like the the college quarterback you know what i'm saying the star quarterback in college and then i didn't I went to, I'm in the NFL, so to speak, uh, NYC's the NFL, and I'm talking about, yo, I used to kill in college. And niggas is like, yo, that shit don't matter. We here in the NFL, whatever you did in college, that shit don't trend, it, mm -hmm. it it don't matter. It's about what you're doing now. Yeah. And I had to get out of that phase. It took some time, a lot of self-development and improvement, and we here now, man. So, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was not easy, but shit, that's where that project, why would I stop? That pro this project right now, that was the the project that i needed to make to transition to for me to realize okay i'm here in the city now this is my this is where i'm at this is where the, the flag is planted it's time to work you know that's pretty much it yeah how long would you say uh it took you to create this, this project like whether it's like the inspiration from like the start of it to like creating the music going through the process rolling it out um so 
I'm one of those artists, bro, where I be sometimes some this time I'm working on, but I be working on like four different projects yeah. at a time. And which is something I am working on, but right now, currently, why would I stop? The title only came literally probably like a couple of weeks before I dropped it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But these songs that I made were all different time periods, different years. Um, I just name a couple of records. Like A New Era came literally like two, three weeks before I dropped the project. So that was a 2023 record. I'm back. I wrote that in 2022. Um, Bandit, I made that 2019 when we was in college. So these were all different records from different times and uh, periods of my life that we sat together, picked it piece by piece. Because I got probably like over like 60, 70 songs I haven't released yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And we had to sit down and really piece these things together. And shout out to MJ and Todd. They did a great, amazing job piecing this shit together. And um, that's how everything came together. So it wasn't like it took me four years to make this project, but it did. But it wasn't my intention. Indirectly. Indirectly, exactly. Because okay. some of these other records were supposed to be on different projects. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I got something new. I can't say it. But yeah, 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 I want to. I will. But I'm working on something new right now, but that's coming later on. But I do got an EP coming. Um, I even say it, it's called On The House 2. So I did number one, On The House 2. is like just basically, um, it's just a appreciation uh, project for the supporters that's been listening to me. It's like, yo, man, I got some of these records that didn't make the project. So I just want to land them somewhere. So that's what it's about. So some of these records were supposed to be, you know, on other projects, but that's how everything came. So technically, it really took me four years to make this project. Technically, you know. So question yeah. with what you mentioned. So yeah. would you say creating the, the content, the, the music, it's harder mm -hmm. than selecting the songs to go in a project? Or would you say it's the other way around? That's a good question, bro. Let's uh, <laughs> talk about it right now. Too. <laughs> um, definitely um, putting a song on a project, man. So selecting the selecting song, the A&R aspect. The A&R aspect. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm super, super transparent. Um, that is not my strength. Knowing what the hit is, knowing what, what song to go here, transitions. I could work on it. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm poor at it, but that's why this project, why would I stop? I put so much, I put people in position. I started to realize, all right, cool, cool. Let me focus on what I can control and focus on my strength, which is the writing. Give my brothers the records. Yo, I need your help to sequence these records. What you think? Blah, 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 blah. Like, of course I have my taste too. Like, all right, I think this goes, should go here. But for the most part, I let them do them th do their thing and I didn't micromanage. So um, it's easy for me to make the records and I put people in position to do those things because that's just like any business, man. You can't be, you, you can't wear 50 hats at all times and think your business is going to thrive, man. You got to put people in position to do, um, you know, things that you're not uh, strong at. So that's not a strength of mine, man. Sequencing records, knowing what the hit is. Nah, man, I just I just like to do the do the easy part, which is writing the records, man. That's good, man. Yeah. You sound like you got a team and I... I, I... I co-sign that. You know? I appreciate it, bro. As a business, I, I've learned, of course, through the processes of the years, you know, you, you kind of need a team, bro. Yeah. Like you said, it's hard to be the forefront of something and, yeah. and wear 50 different hats. Yeah. Like, it's cool at first because you get to learn different aspects of that business yeah. or things that you never learned before. Yeah. But eventually, as you expand and grow, it's like it, it becomes a lot. Yeah. And then it, it minimizes what you really want to focus on, yeah. which is the content, which is the music, which is the output. You know what I mean? I agree. 
A thousand so percent. So that, that's good. And it comes with trust, too. Yeah. Oh, Because <laughs> you can't just be anyone, And too. you're right. And that's that's another hard part, you know, finding who's the right people for the right for the job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's another thing. Um, but I'm good on um, reading, you know, people. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of, I guess, knowing what certain people are good at and what they're not. But also, too, giving them the leeway to be like, yo, man, I, I, I don't limit nobody. Yo, I'm a tr- yo, bro. Ty. Ty ain't never... Um, I know he gonna watch this. Ty, you ain't never, he ain't never um sequenced a project ever. But I just knew us growing up together since high school, I know he always been a musically inclined guy. Based on conversation. Based on conversation. Like right. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, listen, let me put you in position. You know, this is a new thing for you, but you'll figure your out your way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So with your recent project, yes, yeah, why would I stop? Mm-hmm. For me, my, my standout songs for me is mm-hmm. Rookie of the Let's year. Let's get into it. Okay. And I'm back. Wow. And I hit you off top of, of the mic that the reasons why I like uh I'm back is because I feel like you you brought a different dynamic than like your previous music. Yeah. It was uh I guess I want to say more gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was also storytelling. Yeah. It was a blend of both. Yeah. It has some uh I would say some Joe inspirations like within the the sound. Okay. But you also indirectly address things, which yeah. is good, and 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 you put yourself in a vulnerable position as well. Yeah, and I feel like that's when the music really reflects the best, in my opinion, when you're vulnerable, when you're with it to attack things. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about you know those songs you would say in the, in the project? Okay, so um, I'm gonna start with Rookie of the Year, and I'm gonna last. I'll uh, say I'm back last. So Rookie of the Year. Um, produced by my brother Malik. Um, he got a couple of different producer names, so I'm not sure if he what producer name you want to go under but at the time his uh, producer name was Jadik but my brother Malik we went to high school together as well um he made that beat I made that record 2020 um rookie of the year but I changed the first verse this year because Todd was like yo bro the ver- first verse you need for he told me yo you need to work on it and shit like that that's what stuff like that I need stuff that's like that the trust is at, that's too. where the trust is at and I trust him I, you know what I bet let me work on it so um, Ricky Dia just was a was just a stamp of approval for myself. You know, I know us us as pu- people and human beings, we we you know sometimes we like to seek the validation from others to continue to keep going. And I'm I'm not perfect. I still be seeking validation. Like y'all need people to tell me my shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit don't hurt the hair that your shit is dope. I don't care what nobody say. But for the most part, Ricky Dia was definitely definitely a record that I wanted to stamp. I didn't. I didn't want nobody to tell me I was the rookie of the year. I wanted to tell myself that I wanted to set an expectation for myself, something for me to live up to, you know, which is even more challenging. But I set that record. I wanted to let the people know that I am New York City's or New York in general rookie of the year. I'm gonna put in the work. I'm working hard. I'm in the studio. I'm making records. You know, what I'm saying I'm doing videos. I'm doing everything I can to put myself in position to be, you know, the rookie of the year, to be, you know, deemed. Deem Ya champion, if that makes sense. So um, yeah, that was the essence of that record, just stamping of approval of myself and letting the city know that something new is coming and um, I'm here. Um, now I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, man. First off, shout out my uh, my boys. Uh, his gram is called Trey Collin. I'm not sure his producer name, um, but he made that beat. Um, I just was, he followed me. I forgot how we even followed each other. I just went through his page. I'm always looking, I'm always listening to beats. I'm always, that's one thing I always do. I'm always looking for it. What's the next five? And I'm not trying to stay stagnant in a certain sound. I think a lot of people think I'm, 
I could be like a boom bap kind of guy, but I'm really not. I just love to hear some. If it sounds fire, I'm with it. That's the type of guy I am, type of artist. Like, um, I wouldn't cons- consider myself a, you know, like a boom bap kind of rapper or whatever. But whatever. Um, but yeah, I heard the beat. It was different, like you said. Was it like a first listen kind of feel? First, first listen, I was like, wow. this is it. Could tell, okay. This is it. This is what I need. This was first, you know what's so funny? I'm back was actually supposed to be the intro. Like the intro intro. Cause I was like, no, I wanna like I would have been the stamp. You know what I'm saying? That's Ooh. what it was. I like the placement of it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't play so you know what's funny? The, so you know how you say it's rookie year, then I'm back. I actually when I listen to it, I'd be like, damn, I actually want it, I'm back, then rookie the year. Todd did rookie the year that I'm back. Cause he was like, yo, bro, I want you to like you know, I wanted people to listen like, yo, bro, this is, I'm rookie of the year. And then, then they hear I'm back. That's what he, so I was like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I yeah. trust it. But I always say, damn, I don't know, man. I'm, I should have did I'm back. But anyway, I heard the beat, bro. And I'm like, this is it. It was gritty, aggressive. Um, and I don't know if people, I know people know me for the, the lady records or, you know, that one of my lady records is the, my biggest record. You know, if you look at my Apple Music and Spotify, which I'm cool with that, but I got a side of me too that's, you know, definitely assertive, you know, and um, I feel like every man should have that side of them. You got to be assertive. You don't need to be a gangster, but you need to be assertive. And that's how um, I wanted this record to feel. I wanted people to feel my assertion, like I'm back, I'm back in the city. I know I was in Buffalo, but I'm back now. This is a new guy. It's a new time. It's a new era. I'm here. And I wanted to address also to everybody that thought I stopped making music, you know, or I just was doing other stuff, you know, but not all that time that I wasn't dropping, I was still recording. I was still writing. And I'm proud of myself that I did that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm proud that I ain't stopped working, bro. Like, you feel me? That's why this project, bro, is so like, it's, it's, it's emotional for me, you know? That like, I just didn't quit, bro. So many things and so many opportunities I could have quit. So many people quitting on me. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy many, to quit. It's too. easy too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm back. It's so special. It's actually one of my favorite records on the project because it just stands, bro. Every time I press play on that shit, bro, it just get me in a mold. I needed a record that, like, say if you're a boxer, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You need me to come out with you. Yeah. That's that type of record. That yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Creed, Rocky, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm back was all about, man. Just letting people know I'm back. I ain't stopped doing music. I'm here, man. So it's a special record, man. I hope people they watch this shit, man. Check that record out, man. It's a it's a goodie, man. Well, first listen, I'm like, oh, quality don't <laughs> I like that. It's a different side of you. I like yeah. that, bro. I like that. Yeah. Oh, last thing too. Mm-hmm. I have my boy uh the guy, cause it's it's like a my boy Mel Doro, shout out my brother, man. He was um he's talking, you know, it's it's kind of like he like amping me up. You know what I'm saying? Giving me a, the beginning of the song right too. the beginning yeah. of the song. Him yeah. giving me a pep talk. You get what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got to put that pressure. You get what I'm saying? So I literally was in the studio because he recorded his verse for Humble Beginnings on a project. But I was like, yo, bro, he got such a his voice to me. I just he just got such a a, a captivating voice. So I'm like, yo, bro, I need you to talk on this record. Just give me like an intro vibe, and he killed it. And yeah, man, shout out my guy, man. He took, he helped me take it to the next level, and he was in a music video as well. So shout out my brother, man. The music video, I, I liked it. I had a feeling that was gonna be the song that had the video. Yeah, the song gave me single vibes, you know. Yeah, like that's the song you want to push. Yeah, you have, of course, the fly kiss, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna yeah. wear that today. I was gonna wear that today, but I was like, let me. I'm you chilling know, today. I'm chilling. Licks in the city. So yeah. I like that. I like the the scenery. Yeah. Uh, that was in Queens or Brooklyn. That was actually Brooklyn Bridge, facing Manhattan, right? Right. That was um by the Carousel, Brooklyn gotcha. Bridge Park. Yep, down there. The lighting was dope. Nighttime yeah. too. So yeah. I like that you had a couple people with you. Yeah, 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 team, yeah. Bro. Yeah, man. People support me, man, and um, I gotta just continue to do my best to realize that because you know. I been I started this shit out, bro. Ain't nobody told me to do this. Like no one told me, yo, Carl, you should do music. You should rap. Yeah. I had to do all of this shit by my dolly. So everybody that you see support me and a fan of me, that ass is built, not bought, bro. Like I'm proud of myself for that, man. I ain't buy none of this shit. I didn't had to like do no weirdo shit to get this type of support. I just was being me the entire time. So shout out to everybody that's a fan and that support me. Real shit. Gotcha. So yeah. I'm gonna deep dive a little bit right uh, here. Yo, come on, bro. I'm here, man. So it's Liddy. When it comes to music, your your creative process, do you feel like what what do you find more challenging? Like creating hooks or verses for you as a as a creator? It's a good, good question. Because I know there's artists that just my now you go, you go. artists that just rap and they'll like they'll leave the hook to either another artist or yeah. like a sample, whatever the case is. Yeah. And there's artists that do both. So I feel like there's probably different processes in creating that. There's artists that also create the verse and later on work on the hook, hook yeah. or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's your process behind that? Um what is more challenging? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer two because you had two questions in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um what's more challenging? Hmm. It I think okay, it depends. So say for example, say I feel like if you if I make the verses before I make the hook, that makes the hook more challenging. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, cause if you got a hook, I guess it makes it it makes it easier. Cause if your hook is already catchy, you get what I'm saying? Sometimes you could I'm not I'm not saying you could be lazy and say whatever you want, but if you got a, you know what I'm saying, a catchy hook, and all right, cool, like you could kind of go off. You kind of got like a, a template, like, okay, I could go with whatever my hook is talking about, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I get you get it. what I'm saying? But if you just got verses, you're like, damn, okay, I don't know. I'm like, damn, I, I don't know what, what, what the hook is. But for me to make hooks, I do something, I do this thing where I'll listen to the melody, whatever melody is a part of the beat, I'll try to mimic it. So I don't know. It's, I don't know how to explain. I just use the melody of what. Say if they got like a piano, mm -hmm. I'll try to follow like the melody of the piano and put words to the piano. If that makes sense, um, to make it easier for me. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it depends sometimes if the hook, you know, the hook or the verse is challenging because the writing a verse is not really challenging. But then sometimes writing a hook is, man. So it just sometimes it just depends. Um, but the process for me, sometimes the hook comes. Once the hook come, all right, cool. That's what I was saying. Once the hook come, it makes the verses easier. Yeah, because you could just bounce with that. Exactly. Yeah. So, but if I just got verses, I'm not saying it makes the hook harder. It just you just like, damn, okay, damn, I don't know where to go. Find a theme that makes it right. I gotta make a theme. I have to fit a theme that so it kind of makes it more a little bit more challenging if that. I already got the verses done. So it, it it's a flip flop for me, honestly. Do you feel like? You have to so being as an independent artist, so you feel like you kind of have to cater to music that's um, trendy now, like in terms of the style of music. That's a good question. Or do you feel like you still want to push your own creative sense? Like, oh, people listen to quality, quality. Oh, he don't sound like nobody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, 
That's such a good question, bro, because I feel like that's where the, I think I've been doing so much studying, man, and listening to so much podcasts and doing, <clears throat> listening to so much music. Um, I'm starting to realize that, man, your originality is your asset. Because if you think about it, right, I, I'm just throwing names out there. Playboy Cardi. Yeah. The Weeknd. Yeah. Uh, Bryson Tiller. Uh, what's the other singer guy? Um, he got the song I knew this shit by Halle Berry. What's his name? Fuck. I know I should know. Brent Fires. Yeah. These guys, I'm going to say a woman too because I don't, uh, Beyonce or uh, Nicki Minaj. These guys and women, they have their own distinct sound. You get what I'm saying? Preferably, I'm going to say specifically like a Playboy Cardi or like a The Weeknd. Especially The Weeknd, like. He has a certain sound. You get what I'm saying? Like More I, than a vibe too. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about your originality, man. And I feel like what I want to do is follow that. I follow originality. Like, yo, you can't get you can't get this sound nowhere else unless you come to me. You get what I'm saying? So like you can't get this sound, you can't get this sound nowhere else except for me. That's how I try to do it. It's kind of like you make a monopoly. And um it's, it's business though. At the same time, like What's another thing I could say that makes sense? Like f- fast food French fries. Yeah. Popeye's French fries don't sound, taste like McDonald's French fries. No, distinct. If you, it distinct. You get what I'm saying? So you, if you want Popeye's French fries, where you got to go? To Popeye's. You right. get what I'm saying? So I think that's what I want to do with my music. If you want that type of sound, you got to come to me. Um, so to answer your question, um, no, I'm not going to chase the sound that's current right now. But if I do... I don't mind getting on a feature and flexing the creativity and flexibility um, of how I am as a writer. Um, because I feel like if you're a writer, you could write on anything. You could write to anything. Yeah. So, But I'm going to still do my best to kind of create my own sound. You know, That's what I want to do. I want to go down to having my own sound um, and not chasing the trends, man, because trends die, man. So your originality, I think, stays forever. So I know that like being an artist, sometimes it, it could be hard to separate like being a fan of other musicians. Yeah. Versus looking at them as competition too. Yeah. So so how do you feel about the current uh the current music scene in like New York right now? You know, you have a lot of drill rappers. Yeah. Uh Pop Smoke made that kind of trend, yeah. at least for that time period to yeah. now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have a lot of uh up and coming artists like you know, you have Brooklyn artists that cater more to is like the the drill scene, whereas you have Bronx artists that do a lot of um like Jersey Club kind yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you how do you compare that to like yourself, and then how do you see where it's going in terms of like music in general in New York? Hmm. I think it's a. I think it's that's a good question. I think it's really a. I think it's an age thing, bro. Like my little brother, he's um, sixteen turning seventeen, so he's listening to that, okay. like that that music like whether it be the Brooklyn Drill or I think it's an age thing it's like the younger they are that that's a younger sound not saying I'm old I'm 26 <laughs> you know what I'm saying but yeah. still like they got that type of sound like the what's the guy named um he be I think he be making beats too fuck I know his name Cash Cobain or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. you feel what I'm saying I know my little brother they into those types of sounds and shit like that so um I don't look at it as competition cuz we're not doing the same thing Okay. You know what I'm That's saying? We're not in the same lane. We're not making the same type of music. It would be a competition if we were making type the same same type of shit. You get what I'm saying? Which I'm cool with that. I'm cool with like a friendly competition because it makes us both better. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but yeah, I don't look at it as competition. I just look at it as art as art. If it's fire, it's fire. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I don't. I don't. Um, yeah, that's my response to that for real, for real. But the New York uh, music scene, I don't know. It's so, I don't know. I really, honestly, I really don't have an answer to that. I don't really know what the New York music scene is. It's so different. It's so much different avenues. Yeah. You know, you got Drill, you got the Jersey, you got, um, man, I don't know. I feel like for me, like, I, I, I find that little, I guess it's in a weird space, I would say. Um, I feel like, you know, you could compare Drill, you could be like, oh, you know, that inspiration came from the UK. Yeah. Uh, Drill, that came from down south or Chicago. You know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like I'm trying to see if New York could create that sound that is like, is a New York sound. Because I feel like back then you had that. A thousand percent. I agree with you. A thousand. 50, you know, right. Stuff like that. I agree with you. A thousand Even percent. Even Nikki coming up. You know? Correct. Correct. Uh, Cardi, but you know, she she's not as active, I feel, with music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like a Boogie could have been the one. Um, Boogie, yeah. He comes and goes, I feel. Yeah. Pop Smoke could have been the one. Yeah. Obviously, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. Gone. So I feel like, I don't know, isn't isn't a weird transition, I feel. So I, I feel like there's not really like a, a, a true identity. Yeah. That identifies like, oh, you know, New York sounds like this. Right. So it's tough, I feel. Yeah, it's tough. And I'm glad you said that because that's the same thing, Um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people think of that same way. Like, what is our sound? Or it sounds like this. It sounds like that. And I think that's where artists like me, I'm not going to say I'm the only guy, but that's where artists like me, this is where we come in and we're trying to create our own originality sound. I'm, I'm not making music. Um, I'm not making drill records. I'm not making the Jersey records. Nothing wrong with it. I love them listen to them but i'm just trying to create something different yeah something original something that i love and something i could attach myself to so hopefully um that's why this project and whatever else i make people attach to it and be like yo that's 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 some new york shit right there that's a new york sound but i feel like we just gonna be honest man new york man we we i think we lost our identity if i'm being honest I agree. you know we lost our identity we want to sound like we chasing trends yeah you know what I'm saying? We ain't, we we'll be doing. I ain't gonna lie. We I want to be very careful what I say, yeah. but we doing a lot of stuff where we taking we we taking other nigga shit and we making it our own. Yeah, that's that's our. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's what shit really happening for real. You get what I'm saying? Like we other we taking other things and then making our own and doing what we do, which is, that's cool too. If you think about it, like, yo, you take somebody's shit and then you kind of make it bigger than them. It's foul, but it's, you know, but now it's it's time for us to create some type of originality because drill is not ours. Wow. It originated where it was grime, right? In UK, you feel me? It's, uh, Jersey's music is obviously not ours. It's Jersey's music, you know? So it's just time to create something new and hopefully, man, that's why I'm like, man, I'm gonna keep waving the originality flag Hopefully, you know, I know it'll it'll come in time where they'll catch the wave and um it'll be more artists like me and um you know we're gonna pave the way to create a sound that's New York, but still uh global in a sense, you know. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh so I would say like listening to your music in the past, like I've know you've you've collaborated with like women singers and your Facts. music. Facts. Would you say there's a preference in regards to that? Like in terms of collaboration, like you prefer like a you know, like a singer to a rapper song rather than like a rapper, rapper, or like what what would be more com- comfortable for you, you would say? Um, I do, I mean, I'll do anything because if you listen to Why Would I Stop, I got a, uh, two singers, female singers, and then I got a female rapper. Shout yeah. out Empath T, uh, Tiana Simone, and um, Jasmine T. Um, so it, it just, I just got to thank you, dope. That's what it boiled down to. Okay. 
you got to be dope, male or female, to me. I got to like your music. I got to like what you stand by. And also, too, I got to, I'm going to be real. Like, it's easier for me to make music with somebody I actually fuck with. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we cool. I don't mind doing a record with somebody I don't know or, I, like, we don't have a relationship. No, I don't, you know what I'm saying? We doing music for the art. But I know the music is better when we actually together and we actually have some type of relationship, you know? Every artist that was on my project, we were in the studio together. That's dope. You don't see a lot of that nowadays. Yeah, so. man. I'm I'm big on that. You know, it's what part I'm of saying? the chemistry too. Right. You know, I'm big on that. I want because I want to see the magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm big, I'm still a. I know I'm doing this music shit, but I'm still a fan of it. You know, I'm still I still want to see how shit is made. I still I still you know what I'm saying I still fuck with the the behind the scenes shit. I'm still a fan of that shit. So I'm want to be there. Like even if I'm not recording that day, you know, Tiana, I seen her singing the preparation and the capture we got some other shit i seen mel record the verse i seen jasmine and i seen it all so um it's no preference on when it comes to whether male or female female a singer rapper i'll even work with i want to do something new i haven't done yet um actually i, I think i've done it before but i want to do it again where it's a male singer rapper you know what i'm saying shit like that i just want to create man i just want to make some dope shit um I would say, I would say, what's the biggest challenge of making this project? Man, <coughs> the biggest challenge of making this project. It's a good one, man. Sheesh. The biggest challenge was figuring out. Um, well, one. Man, shit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to just, you know how sometimes you just get a question, you just start saying shit and you ain't really answer a question for real, for real. Yeah. Um, you can get back to it though. Yeah, let's come back to it. That's a good one. Another good one. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like good music can be created without being vulnerable? Do I feel like good music can be created without being vulnerable? I'm going to say, I'm going to I can't say yes or no, right? I got to pick either yes or no. You can answer how, however I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say yes and no because, like, for example, right? You got records, like, you got records that are written by other artists that artists sing, but they never been through those situations. Right. They just were the voice. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, you got records like that. And that artist or that songwriter that was completely vulnerable... And then that other artist that just literally just, I, that's a dope song, literally just said all your lyrics for you. Never been through what you've been through. Just know how to cultivate the um, the the emotion and how to execute the record. You know what I'm saying? Perform but, it, basically. Exactly, perform it. And that's a great song, but that artist's not vulnerable. But um, yeah, I don't think um you got to be vulnerable for it to be a good song. You know, you could just be talking type shit for real, for real. Like, you know... Um, you know, I don't think I think vulnerability is just a part. It's just a part of the ingredients of a good song. But now nah, I don't think it. I don't think it's subjected to just all songs. Vulnerability, because it seems like in society people uh, take music more in when it's like, I guess quote unquote negative or like people going through things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I guess you kind of open up through the music. Yeah. So that could that could be an angle, you know, where some people could be like, yeah, I like it when the artists, you know, go through this. Now, nah, no, like, right. like they say, oh. I like the old weekend, but the whole time he could have been like perked up or right, 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 or right, right. But that music slaps, you know. What right, I'm saying? right. It's timeless, right. 
So I mean, I understand too. Like it, it also too. I think um, I agree though. Like you know, that vulnerability is definitely the is a extreme ingredient um, to making good music. Or sometimes you know, sometimes the song's not. Maybe the song don't got to be good. It's just that song is like, damn, damn, that dude was mad vulnerable on that record. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some records, like. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Somebody could say the most uh, craziest shit that they've been through, but that don't mean the song is fire. It's just like, oh shit, I can't believe that guy or that girl went through that. But, um, but I definitely do agree though. Um, the more, you know, the vulnerable and when you are, your fans, um, attached to that, or they just know something about you that they didn't know, or even also too, like they can relate, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you know, I ripped my pants during the show. I'm just saying shit. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh shit, I ripped my pants in school yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? So. Definitely, um, vulnerability and relatability is. I think. I think relatability makes a song really good, in true. my opinion. That is very true. Because if people can relate to it, then you got one. And they'll go back to it too and keep listening. Exactly. So, uh, do you feel like with your project being twelve songs, do you feel like you aim for twelve songs, or was it a different process for that? Um, I don't think the reason why. See, now I'm glad you said. That I'm gonna answer that question from the other question before. Yeah. The challenging thing was how many songs that I wanted to be on it. The reason why is because we're in a time where if you see 20 songs, you're running away. Unless you really fuck with that artist. Cause Drake do a 23, 25, I'ma bump that. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'ma yeah. bump that. Because I'm a if Cole do a 20, 25, I'ma bump that. Yeah. Kendrick do a 20, I'm a I'ma bump that. But when you up and coming, bro, you up against so much more. Like uh, you up and coming and say you've never listened to my music and you see me, I got twenty songs. You're not about to bump that. You feel me? You'll probably do. You, I have a higher chance of you bumping my music if it's like four, like four or five. Like I got a high chance, but ten, twelve is even more slimmer unless you really, really fuck with me. That's why I think if you really was a genuine fan from a supporter since college, you probably bumped all twelve or at least more than five. You get what I'm saying? So that was the biggest challenge and uh, challenge for me is how many songs I wanted. Because I'm like, man, I just want people to listen to my shit. So I'm like, yo, do I I don't know if I want 12. I, I, I was really aiming for like seven to nine, for real, for real. Because I just wanted uh, people to listen to from through to through. But then I'm realizing now it's like, yo, man. On the flip side, that could be compromising too. Because you feel like, damn, I want this song to really be out. But... These songs are better, but I also want people to hear this one. I agree. So it's like, damn, like now I'm, you know, keeping that off the vault. People may never hear it. Right. So it's tough. But I also think it relates to the times now. Yeah. Because I feel like if I ask you this question, let's say 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. You may have done the 20 song project. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, I probably will. Because the attention span is different back then and now. And I kind of don't like that, like in society. Like, you know, a lot of people, attention span is small. Yeah. Oh, this song is five minutes. I'm not going to listen to it. But hey, it could be. Five minutes of straight bars. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So I don't know. It, it's it's a common ground. I guess you got to find. You know, it was a five minutes. I was listening to um because I'm I'm challenging myself uh to um listen to Kanye's entire discography from start to finish. From start to finish. Um, currently, and that's something I I I, I started in college. Like I went through Drake's. I was doing Jays. But I want to do that. It's going through an artist discography. And take things and learn things, so I can. That's some of my things I do in preparation when I'm working on a new project. Yeah. So, I was listening to the reason why I'm even bringing that up is because I was listening to um, 
Slow Jams by Kanye. That mm-hmm. song is five minutes. I played it back probably like two, three times. I think twice. But I would have played it back again. But I was like, yo, quiet, let's mm-hmm. let's let's finish the album. But yeah. that song is five minutes. So I think sometimes that shit is be a facade. That whole always oh, five minutes, I'm not listening to it. Yo, if that shit good, you're gonna keep running it back over and over and over. You don't care about the time because time is obviously what is it? A, uh, a man, what is it called? Uh, a, uh, a, a, human a human construct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the moment we in right now. Yeah. I don't even know what time it is right now, yeah. but it feel like we the time has gone though. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. So, Like for example, like in yeah. her laws, you know, Hours of Silence. Yeah. That song is almost six minutes. Yeah. I replay that shit yeah. over, over and over. Like he's talking some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, goes back to your point. Like if the song is good and, and, and it's relatable and it makes you feel something. You might go back, regardless of the length of the time. You know, you feel me? Because where yeah, whereas sometimes like the artist could do a song for a minute and a minute thirty. Yeah, it'll be like let's say a verse and one hook. The song is done. Yeah, and it's like maybe I want something more. You know, right? So it's a it's it's, it's a play of the thing, and I wanted to also say too, like that whole like me that whole challenge where which I'm never going to do that again. The whole oh man, I, I ten to twelve records, man. I just want people to listen to my shit. I don't want a long project. What I was doing right there, that's the thing that I know chefs is gonna know what I'm talking about. You're never supposed to have the what's the what's the thing like the customers or whatever in the kitchen. You need to finish cooking first and then you give them the dish. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stop. I have to stop cooking with the the audience and the and the people in mind before I finish. Because that's first it's putting unnecessary pressure yeah. on my mind and my creativity. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have to finish the art, finish the dish, finish, and then give it out. You get what I'm saying? And if the fans or the supporters are like, oh, I don't want onions. I want less onions. All right, cool. But I need to be done what I'm doing first. I need to finish what I'm doing. Forget about what you want. I need to focus on what I want. And then when it's out, then it's out. Because once it's out, I learned that from, uh, I know Dr. Dre said this, Yo, once the music is out, it's all business. You know what I'm saying? It's out of my control. And that's real shit, though. It's out of my control once I release it. So, you know, it's public, uh, what do they call it? Public uh, consumption. Right. So that was, that's, I just wanted to bring that back up. That's what I was doing. That's one of my biggest challenges. I was letting people in the kitchen before I finished cooking. You feel me? Would you say your whole time as an artist, have you ever had a, a, a situation, <laughs> like a standout situation where you've had like a, whether it's a back critique, um, bad reviews, something about you artistically, musically? And if so, was it like from a from your perspective? Was it from a place of like, damn, this person is hating rather than like giving me actual criticism? You know, it's so funny. I haven't got any criticism from like that as of yet. Okay, I know it's coming though. Okay, because I know as long as you keep growing and the more audience and more customers and more people taste your food, you're gonna have more opinions for sure. You know what I'm saying? You see what happens with Drake and he drops his project. He has millions of opinions because his music is so global. So many people the have- world stops. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, I haven't got that as of yet. Um, not saying I'm, I'm looking for the hate or yeah. anything like that, but I haven't got something like that yet. But I've heard things from my close ones where they be like, yo, this, this record right here is it's not moving me. Or like, you could come harder. Or like, yo, like- um, this record is cool, but like you know, you didn't say anything that that caught me. So I don't think about it as hating. I think about it like I right, bet you know what I'm saying you being honest. I appreciate it, and then it all co- comes down to whether I either want to accept that 
do something with it. Yeah. Or I'm like, all right, cool. I appreciate your opinion. But if I believe in the art and I believe in what I got going on, I'm going to just let it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just, for me, if I'm content with it. And this is the, I'm going to be honest too, this project is the first project I've actually been content. Like, yo, I'm content with every record. Like, I listened to the project yesterday from top to finish. And I'm like, yo, this is solid. I actually don't got a record I would skip. Like, the project I dropped before, I got records where I'm like, I could have kept that off or I'm going to skip that. You know, but now this project right here, I'm like, okay, I could see the growth. I could see, oh shit, I'm actually, this is some actually decent records. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel about my shit, you know? Okay. I know that we spoke a couple months back that you made a post where, uh, Instagram. Yeah. When you're talking about independent versus uh, being signed to like a label or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask, I don't know if you remember your poll results, but which side do you think most people... Uh, chose um you know so funny first off i've been getting that conversation a lot like i've been hearing a lot of indie sign a label i think something's coming don't know what it is but i i, I feel like you know but um surprisingly a lot of my supporters told me quas they indie and build so they chose that side they chose indie okay. they didn't want me to sign i'm like all right cool that's interesting you know what i'm saying because my supporters they're not in the music like how I am. You know what I'm saying? That's not their career path. But it's so interesting to see like how people, you know what I'm saying, what what they would want for me. Um, and I took it and I'm like, all right, cool. If y'all, if that's what y'all will want, um, that's cool. Even though I was just asking just to see what people would mind was yeah. at, like if they've seen me signing or whatever the case may be. But no, nah, I'm going to definitely do, I'm going to take the advice and I'm going to definitely do Indian build because I want to build the leverage, you know. Um, I just want to come to the table, you know, with something to offer. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just come to the table and you you basically got everything to offer and I just got shit. I ain't got shit, but nothing. You get what I'm saying? So that's what it comes to business. You need to have something to offer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say I would say at some point a label may be needed. Like I agree. At some point, I feel like from what I've seen, it's very rare for like an artist to be like fully independent. And still be like successful, like yeah, you you hear about like Russ, yeah, but Russ is not like Drake, Kanye, right, right, Cole, like in terms of promotion, correct. You know what I mean, like correct. he has, he has a strong following for his core fan base, correct. But it's not like a global thing where everybody listens to Russ, you know, correct, correct. Like he, what works for him, he has again his loyal fan base, correct. So it works for him in terms of a independent artist, right. Um, and that's I, what I want, yeah. And I do get too that a lot of people like they fear like being signed, you know, like you kind of gotta compromise like things with your music. Yeah. Um, the A and R aspect of yeah. it. Uh, you know, making songs that are hits rather than like making songs that you want. Yeah. So those are things that you know you gotta value and see. But then it's like you're independent, you have more creativity, you have more freedom, but you may not have the budget for it. Cor you may not have the placements in 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 the playlist in Spotify Correct. and stuff like that. Like Correct. Billboards, you know. Correct. So it's a it's a it's a pros and cons thing. <laughs> It's a pros and cons thing. Um, something I've thought about, but I haven't gave too much because, like, I I want to get to a level where I got, yo, bro. Like, my big goal right now, and I, I could be transparent with you. Mm -hmm. My biggest goal right now, when it comes to the music shit, bro, I just want to be able to make money, and I ain't gotta work at my job no more. Bro. Not for sure. But shout out my job, Amazon. My boss, Mister Morale, though. Shout out my boss. You feel me? He support me. Support the music. Buy my merch. You feel me? I got a dope ass boss. You feel me? So, um, you know, I'm just saying all I have to say, like, you feel me? Don't get mad if you watch the shit. I'm just, you feel me? He know where my dream and where my heart is at. But 
I just want to make music where I'm getting paid, bro. Like I ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to deliver 400 packages, you know what I'm saying? In a day, you feel me? I just want to make the records and I'm making money off my art. That's the next, that's my next goal for myself. You know, I set goals with this shit, like goals. Okay. This is how much people I want to listen to my shit. This is how much fan supporters I want. Okay. This is how much I want to make off merch, whatever the case may be. So that's the next level for me. That's what I want to do. Once I get to that level, then, okay, cool, all right, whatever the next goal is, whatever that may be, will be, whatever that is, and then I don't mind signing to a a, a a major because they have, like you said, they got the machine, man. They got the machine. They got everything. Right, they got everything over there, bro. They got everything. They got the machine. Imagine you got 200 people pushing your project, Thanks. bro. You feel what I'm saying? They got the budget. They got the endless budget. You can do whatever you want, but it comes with a price. When you indie, you can do whatever you want too, but you only getting paid. You only you only could do what you can afford. And how as far as you do as far as you go too. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's done. So I mean, it depends on how honestly. Give me like, bro. Next time we do an interview, man. Like, give me. You know what I'm saying? I really like. I'll be letting you know what I'm really doing for real. But right now, I want to build on uh, my my fan base and building it up and making, bro, making livable income, bro. Where this is what I'm doing. This is paying for my lifestyle and everything I got going on. Um, until then, I, I I ain't gonna stop, you know. Then, you know, I'll, I'll think about the label type Why shit. Why would you stop? Why would I stop? Real shit. So question real quick. So yeah. let's say in the future you have, speaking into existence, like let's say you have the leverage, Yeah. Uh, the boys in your court, right? Yeah. If you had to choose a label that you ideally would want to sign for, you'd be like, yo, this is the label that I've always wanted to be a part yeah. of. What's that label for you? That's a good one. That's a really good one, buddy. Uh, old jokes aside, that's a really good question. Ain't nobody asked me that. Um, so you know, I mean, I, I became a you know a fan of hip hop since bro. I was born ninety ninety seven. The first album I could remember li- listening to was fucking Get Rich or Die Trying. That's old three. I was six years old. Yeah. And you know, Fifty was on Interscope. Yeah. So you know, I'm like, yo, Interscope. You know, every you know when you growing up, you wanted to be a part of Rockefeller. Right. So you know it's Rock Nation now. Um, honestly, I'm gonna just say it, man. I, I wouldn't mind signing the Rock Nation. Hey. I wouldn't, um, because you know they, you know, what I'm saying you you got a guy over there, man, that the founder that's putting in the work. That's where I'm from. That can could that could relate to me. Um, give me all the wisdom and game that I need to get me to the next level. But I wouldn't just subject myself to just to that label. I honestly, um, this uh, A&R, his name is Dallas Martin. He's the one that um, was working with uh, Meek Mill. This is like, you know, he A&R'd the project, like the intro. You know, the, the intro is the like, that's the classic intro. Classic intro. Yeah. Roddy, you know, the box. Um, he was fucking with Nip, uh, Victory Lap. Um, he was doing, you know, MMG shit. So... I just want to work with, you know what I'm saying? Like him, I I would say wherever a label, I think he, I, I, forgot, I don't want to butcher the name of the label he owned, but the label that he with, because I know he fuck with, you know what I'm saying? He, he in my vein, that type of music. Like I like that that type of rap, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I think he could really work with me and get me to the, another level. Just on some musical shit like, yo, bro, this is the certain record that I think that's going to post the, the, the culture. Shit like that. I want records like that, that post the culture. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, that's really, that's where the top of my mind is right now. But 
also too, last last thing when it comes to label. If I do go to a label, man, I want to go where it's, it's prime real estate. And what I mean by that is I go to a label where ain't no big artists on there. Like, I'm just throwing names out there. Like, like I say, Drake or Nicki or uh, a Wayne, where all the resources and attention is going to them because they're so huge. Yeah, they'll get like 80% of the money. Right. They and get, the rest of the label and I like get 20. like 20, 15. Yeah. Put me somewhere where I get full, or if I'm getting a high percentage of the the attention, the push to get me to the next level. You get what I'm saying? And I just think that's just that's I feel like that's fair because you go somewhere where there's already thousands of big artists, you're not gonna get that much attention. You might get a little bit, you know what I'm saying, from a building. I don't need that. So I would rather go to a label where it ain't too much artists or too much rappers on there. So they like, you know what? It ain't really too much big artists, big rappers here. So we're gonna do everything we can to get you to the next level. And yeah. I would want to go to one of those like that. So I feel like the only thing that I wish the labels were better, like in this era, I feel like they don't really uh, focus on like artist development no more. What is artist development, bro? What does that look like to you? An artist that's very raw, like mm-hmm. you can see potential, mm-hmm. but you know, they might even tune in maybe how to structure their hooks, how okay. to structure their verses. Okay. Um, maybe timing their punchlines. Okay. Working in structures were like uh, uh, 12 verse versus 24, 36, okay. you okay. know? So that's more so craft. That's what you say artist development is. Okay. Right. Um, And you work through those things, how to, you know, how to interview yourself publicly, the, the, the PR okay. aspect of it. Okay, 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 okay. Whereas now I feel like artists get signed because they already have a hit song out. Yeah. Whereas back then it might not have been like that. They actually take sign, uh, artists that are young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see them like grow through the years. Right, like a boot camp type shit. Like a boot, exactly, like right. a boot camp. Okay. And I feel like that kind of reflects in the music that's out now because you see a lot of artists that they drop one, two, three hits and it's like they fall off crazy. Whereas you could be like, damn, I thought this artist would be here, yeah, but they went here. You know yeah, what I mean? I know what you mean. So I, from and as labels in general, I feel like they they would be better in that. Maybe the music changes again because again, music changes every couple of years, bro. Yeah, every five years is a different trend of music and it's a different process. Yeah, the landscape of music and it yeah. starts, you know, from the top, the guys that are super mainstream all the way to the bottom. Bro. Yeah. So I agree. Um, I think also too. I think that's why one of the reasons why I wanted, I, I want to. I heard this from uh, Nip. He said this in the interview, um, I think, with Wallow. He was just like, the advice he would give like upcoming artists is to kind of like um, master your independence. Yeah. So I think that's where the artist development, I think now, the new artist development is the longer you are indie, the longer you're going to um, develop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do interviews, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm working on my craft or, you know what I'm saying? I'm working on my style or I'm finding different people to help me with PR and um, public relations and how to present myself to social media and right. places and shit like that. So I think me being indie is a, you know, would definitely help and help with my leverage. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where the new artist development is. You got to do it yourself. I think. You know. Yeah, I feel like, like you said, is is more on yourself. Yeah. Um, and again, not many artists could do everything on themselves. So I, it's like it, it's 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 kind of like a battle within the yeah, music industry right now. Yeah. Um. What would you say are your top three favorite projects or songs this year that is not from you? Okay. Top three projects this year. And or, songs. or songs, whichever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw Killer Mike. Okay. Michael. Going to throw that in there. Um, reason, uh, I'm, I'm going to do the, the, another one. Um.
It's another project, man. Sheesh. A lot of music that came It's out. a lot. It's kind of dry now towards the end yeah. of the year, but. I've been, I mean, I've been, I've been bumping like you know for all the dogs a lot. I fuck with all the dogs. Um, Did you like it at first though? No, I was bro. First listen, bro. I'm not bro. I've been bumping Drake, bro, for me since '08. So it's nothing like I done seen the ascension, bro. I seen it. You get what I'm saying? So I don't give a fuck with the 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 main. Or all these other people, bro. I listen to it because I, I give that guy the grace. You know what I'm saying? Without that, bro. Without him, I don't think I tell these people that like, without him and him making his music, I wouldn't be making music. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? So I give him. He gets the automatic grace. Whatever he drop, I'm listening. Just like a Kanye. Whatever Kanye drop, you get the grace. I'm gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking nobody else's opinion. I'm gonna listen to it for myself. So um, first listen, I was fucking with it. Like you know. The intro was a little different, you know, for me. Um, but just like all Drake music, it's gonna grow. Um, this will definitely grow on me over time. It grew. This is probably one of the few projects that I don't really like or first listen like that. Word. So, and I'm a big Drake fan. So right. surprisingly, it was it was it was tough for me. Um, but it's definitely growing on me. Oh. Uh, Scary Hours is growing on me. Scary Hours. So I got. I got. I got to bump that. It, I I bumped it like one time. Yo, the shoe fits, bro. The shoe fits is, is one Listen of those. Listen to that, bro. All right, the shoe fits, bro. I was fucking with the um him and him and Cole shit. The evil ways. The evil ways. Oh man, I love that. I was telling him earlier. I'm like, yo, I like what I miss about hip hop now too. Like you have artists. Like let let's say you you and me are collabing for something, right? Collabing. Let's say we in the studio. Like we go back and forth within the same verse structure. Right. That's a thing that was like common back then. You know. Right. Kanye used to do that with Hov. Right. He used to do that with Big Sean. You know. Right. You don't really see that nowadays. So, but but the fact that like Cole and Drake teamed up again and did a song like that—that's that's dope, bro. I'm just looking for the the projects. Yeah. That you know what I'm saying. So I said Killer Mike shit definitely yeah. Killer Mike. Um. Shit, I ain't gonna lie, bro. My shit. I'm. I, oh yeah, you said it's not. <laughs> you said not mine. Well, we stop. Right, but I'm not just saying. I swear. I'm not just saying my project just because it's me. I'm actually saying it because I go, I'm list, I'm real highly critical of my shit. If it wasn't, it wasn't. I just go back and I actually could listen to what I was what I what I was conveying. So it's actually decent music for me to listen to as if it wasn't my own. Right. But um put my shit to the side. Um I fuck with um I put Fall of Dogs. I said Killer Mike, Michael, um Man, there's a lot of, it's a lot, man. Damn, bro. That was a, it's a tough question. That man. is a tough question, man. Cause I just, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest, man. I listen to a lot of people's projects, but I ain't shit was a favorite. I don't know how to say. I don't know how to explain that. And I'm just being honest, man. I ain't even trying to be on some like hate. There's no hate. I mean, I don't even think it's the best year of music, personally. It's tough. Like, of course, it's good music within the year, but there's other years that stand out, you know. Yeah, you know, because I don't want to be on some shit like I. Because I, I, I was gonna say some another album that came out in like 1970. And <laughs> I still fuck with um uh, Marvin Gaye's album. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm big on that. Marvin Gaye. That yeah. Guy. yeah. You know, I'm big on those. I still listen to because I'm like I said, I'm I'm working on something new, um, right now that's 
that I and I'm going back to the seventies. I'm I'm going back to listening to the five heartbeats and the spinners and shit like that. I know people that I age like, who the fuck are those people? But, but I like the, I, I'm like I like that you're saying that because yeah. like a lot of artists like our age or even younger, yeah, they're not going back to listen to old music. They're not going back, and it's not even hip hop. Like other genres too. Yeah, you can get inspiration like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe you create a sample out of that. You know what I mean? I agree. Like a lot of people don't don't do the history. You you kind of gotta do your research in your own. Right, thing. right. If you're an artist, you want to listen to other music and compare too. You know? I agree. And you and grow from that. I agree. And it's again why I, I like Drake so much. Like this guy is a sample king, bro. Correct. He listens to music, bro. Correct. Different artists, different genres, bro. Correct. So so you got to grow. But um, yeah, man, that's a tough question. But a song, though, I'm going to tell you a song I really fuck with. I got some songs I really fuck with. Yeah, like, fuck with I fuck with um, Lola Brooks' song, You, with Bryson Tiller. Okay. Love that song. Fire. It's a sample. I think Foxy Brown made that record. I forgot the name of that. I fuck with that. Okay. I fuck with... Um, I ain't gonna lie, my favorite song is Try Our Best by Drake. Oh, tough. fuck my ass. <laughs> yeah. Try Our Best is tough. It's another song. A, a girl put me onto it. Um, shit, fucking forgot the name. Forgot the name. It's like a Cali song, though. Oh, yeah. man. Why the fuck? I don't, and I don't know the name. I don't, and I'm gonna be tight because watch this. Once we finish, I'm gonna like I'm gonna look for it and you find it. Right I'm gonna remember it. Word. But, um, but it's a tough song. She put me on, man. That was a fire song. But um, I still listen to party shit too. The party pack. I listen to party next door. That's one of my favorite artists. So, I don't know. I, it, it wasn't a project that was a favorite, but I'll say follow the follow the dogs definitely. Um, uh, I said my shit. Um, Killer Mike, yeah. definitely Killer Mike. Killer Mike. He 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 definitely. Um, that's the first project I've ever listened to him before. He from Atlanta. Um, got a he, show on Netflix. Too. Show, oh, he got a show on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, he from Atlanta. Another guy with the thought, like a, a a highly, highly. You could just tell he's highly intelligent. The music, you could just hear the. You could just hear when somebody is serious about their craft in the music. You know that serious about the production, the sonics, the the. The themes of the records, you know, it wasn't no records where he was just like, yo, man, I'm just throw some shit on it. Fuck it. It's like, no, these records were like, you know, definitely placed and he definitely hit his uh, hit his goal. And with I, him too, like, yeah. he might not be like the most mainstream, but yeah. within the industry, a lot of people respect they him. They respect and him. people lit and respect his, 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 you know, process of creating music, like a lot of bars, yep. serious stuff. And yep. him as a person, like he, he does a lot of yeah, him as a work. Too, him as a know? person, right. Real estate and other things too. So yeah. Good person, man. Like, salute to him. Yeah. What would you say are your plans for 2024 for quality? Or, like, where do you see yourself or things that you're trying to approach into next year? Um, Man, I ain't going to lie. I want to grow. I want to grow my my grandma, grow my audience next year. I want to do a little bit more visuals, more content. I want people to really, like, um, get to know me, understand who I am and what I, like, why I do the music shit. Yeah. I'm going, I want to, I definitely want, people that like listen to my music and be like, you know what I'm saying? Like really get something from it. I want to just grow as an artist. I want to be bigger than what I am now. Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's personal, but shit, I ain't gonna lie. I want to be more fit, son. It's really that time for me. You know, I want to be more fit. I want to like just look more healthy and just look in the mirror and be like, damn. It's a good looking nigga right there. You know what I'm saying? Why would I stop? <laughs> no, but that, um, 
of course, you know, I want to, I want to make more money, but I want to, I want to just not just make more money for my doli. I kind of really want to like make money with friends. You know what I'm saying? I really want to do more like just more personal development work and growing more reading. Um, I'm already an avid reader, but I want to do more reading and bettering my discipline and bettering my focus. So yeah. just a lot of putting that umbrella of more personal development. Um, what else, man? Uh, flights. I want to take more trips. I, I want to go to some more places I ain't been yet. As needed. Yeah. Um, man. I recommend you Aruba, bro. Where? Aruba. Aruba? Where's that at specifically? It's on the coast of Venezuela in the Caribbean. Okay. About like four, four and a half hours. Four and a half hours? Resort or just there? Be there? Anywhere, bro. Anywhere? Airbnb. Airbnb, okay. Hotel, it doesn't matter. It's, it's called One Happy Island, bro. Where? You're going to come back and you'll be happy as well, bro. <laughs> that, that you said, yeah. One Happy Island. Nah, uh, with that being said, let's take a quick intermission. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we'll be back. Yes, sir. We'll be back.